0: This e commerce thing's pretty cool. What should we do? Embroidery or sex toys? (laughs) Sex toys one. There was a moment I went, Do you know what? The future isn't on distribution, isn't on licensing. It, It really is B2C. And that's where we basically moved all our eggs into one basket. We have our six core values. And one of them is you never know enough about sex.
1: Welcome to Add to Cart, the podcast that express delivers all you need to know in the fast moving world of e commerce. Every month, Nathan Bush from 12 High and an e-commerce industry expert will share the news, research and insights that you need to know to keep you at the top of your game. And of course, keep your customers adding to cart. Hello and welcome to Add to Cart. My name is Nathan Bush, host of Add to Cart and director at e-commerce talent agency, eSuite. Look, I'm going to level with you. I never thought I would hear the words, clitoral stimulation on the add to cart e-commerce podcast but lo and behold here we are joining me today is rob godwin director and head of operations at love honey love honey whether you know them or admit to knowing them are the sexual wellness people they're the leading retailer of sex toys costumes and most things sex related that you can or you can't even imagine They now operate in nine countries and have 440 staff worldwide. In this episode, Rob takes us behind the scenes at Love Honey to share how the world's attitude changed towards sexual wellness during COVID, how the sex industry leads so much of the innovation that we see in other industries, and why inclusion and diversity is critical to his and Love Honey's mission. Also, stay tuned right until the end of the episode to hear how you can win a five hundred dollar Love Honey prize pack, plus there's a special discount for all Add to Cart listeners. See, we really do care about your wellness here. All right, enough foreplay. See, yes, I got one in. Thanks to our partners Shopify Plus and Signet. Here's our conversation with Rob Godwin from Love Honey. Rob Godwin, welcome to Add to Cart. Love it to be here. Thanks for having Love Honey today pleasure i am very excited we've been a long long awaited chat i actually just listened to your uh conversation with ed and dan over at trademark um which was a brilliant conversation around sexual health and mental well-being and its conversation was well overdue and i loved it
0: yeah the boys at uh, trademark and uh, the are superb they're just legends in their own right and it's a conversation which we had with them which hadn't been had for a long time and just to talk about sex, well-being, mental health, starting a conversation. We're supporting them heavily, running the Gold Coast Marathon on their behalf uh, for my sins. We're decking out our warehouse staff in their workwear gear as well and a number of our suppliers like Main Freight and trying to persuade Australia Post to to do the same as well.
1: So good. Brilliant partnership. Is Dan and Ed running the marathon with you?
0: (laughs) No, no. What a uh, cop-out. They are. they, uh, They did offer to sponsor me if i ran in their budgie smugglers um but that's still to be decided depends how much money we raise really
1: i reckon we should try and raise some money to get them to run in their own budgie smugglers i couldn't agree with you more brilliant absolutely all right we are here to talk about love honey so can you give us a little bit of an overview on who love honey are and the the scale of your operation here in australia
0: Yeah, uh, Love Honey are the sexual happiness people. Uh, We are very proud uh, to make a fun fulfilling sex life available to everyone. Uh, We've been here in Australia for just over seven years. It started in our spare bedroom in Indrapilli in Brisbane with myself and one staff member from the UK. And um, yeah, you fast forward seven years, market leaders, we're open seven days a week, 7am till 10pm in the warehouse 24-7 24-7 customer service, shipping tens of thousands of units per week uh, across Australasia.
1: Brilliant. And it started in the UK, did it?
0: Yeah. So uh, Richard and Neil, are the co-founders, uh, they started this uh, almost 19 years ago in Bath, beautiful area of, of the UK. And uh, they they happen to be friends of ours. We've been involved in the industry together for a number of years. And uh, yeah, they they got together, said, oh, this e-commerce thing's pretty cool. What should we do? Yeah, embroidery or sex toys? <laughs> <laughs> sex toys one. When I met them, they were 28 staff, about £20 million turnover, and just their bath warehouse. Today we've got over 440 staff. We wow. um, have a Swiss investment company that are now partners with Richard and Neil, and we have distribution centers in Bath, UK, Brisbane, Queensland, and Atlanta, Georgia in the USA, plus nine global websites.
1: It's a phenomenal business. And I hear that even the Queen is a fan of what you're doing. (laughs)
0: Uh, Yes, uh, we are highly honoured. And to be in a position where the Queen uh, has endorsed uh, Love Honey, we won the Queen's Award for International Commerce uh, to the Commonwealth. Uh, for their continuous international trade for the last five years. We were extremely fortunate to win this in 2016, and Richard Neil went to Buckingham Palace to receive the honour. And we've been uh, acknowledged with this award again in April of 2021. So for that's for continuous international trade, which to the Commonwealth is the majority is to Australia. So I took great delight with our team in, in kind of... Uh, owning that one um so but it is so it's just just to show you the acceleration and the acceptance in society that the queen has recognized love honey twice now
1: i just have this brilliant image of the queen in buckingham palace with her ipad out looking at all the websites of the people who are running for the award getting to the love honey website and going i like this one
0: <laughs> funny story actually funny story, Nathan. Um, Richard and I went to Buckingham Palace back in 2016 and they were being received by Prince Philip and Princess Anne. And they were lined up and prompted how to address the the royal family, etc. And Prince Philip walked across and uh, said, what does one do? And Richard, it's got a very dry sense of humor co-founder, but one's in the sexual happiness business. And he didn't break stride. He carried on, did not pause, did not stop at go. But Princess Anne did stop and she said, I, I know of your company. Uh, congratulations. Well done.
1: Oh, brilliant. So, did you look brilliant. her up on your database to see how, how good a customer she was?
0: <laughs> we have a few windses in our database, so uh, <laughs> not too sure already.
1: Did you know that Lush Cosmetics have committed to being naked 50% of the time? That means free from packaging, you sickos. But when packaging is used, it needs to meet stringent environmental guidelines, including being 100% recyclable. So that's when Lush joined forces with our partner, Signet, to provide an eco friendly outer packaging solution, which helps get their products in the hands of retailers in perfect condition while making a minimal environmental impact. To see the packaging solutions that Lush Cosmetics use, plus 5,500 other solutions, visit Signet.net.au and up your e-commerce packaging game today. Now, your tagline is the sexual happiness people. How do you introduce yourself? Say you're at a barbecue and what kind of reactions do you get?
0: Um, recently, the our brand awareness, both prompted and unprompted, has absolute hockey curve. We were so fortunate and during covid people bought food alcohol and sex toys and we went from 28 staff to over 60 during the peak season so taking that on board i think our exposure to the general public has increased exponentially so the acceptance of me now when i introduce myself they ah cool you're that guy or oh yeah i've seen you guys on tv because we have a always on policy on above the light It hasn't always been that way. I've worked as a CEO of Sexpo. Uh, I've also done the licensing for Fifty Shades of Grey and various adult products and films around the country for the last 18 years. And you have three types of people when you meet them that you'll tell them what you do and they'll do a 180 degree turn and walk away. (laughs) Uh, You have a second group of people that you tell them what you do and they'll change the subject or ignore what you said. And then the most interesting group is you tell people, and they go, really? Well, have you got X yeah. I have this issue, or I would like to do... And suddenly you become the agony aunt, the sexologist to them, and you find out their deep, darkest uh, desires, fantasies, requests in the first two minutes. So uh, I would prefer the third group of people, but it, it is seeing how the industry and how the public perception is changing where now people go You're, you 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 run a really cool company and yeah. thank you very much and that's really pleasing very empowering in, in hearing that first from people
1: i reckon you would be the finest person at a party hands down any day if we bring the goodie
0: bags, absolutely.
1: <laughs> and you mentioned there that brand awareness of Love Honey has increased dramatically. Do you think Australians' attitude to sex and sexual wellbeing has changed as well as dramatically during COVID?
0: Um, absolutely. I think uh, you, you, we're in a situation where we're forced together. And due to lockdowns throughout the, the country, we saw uh, significant spikes in sales. Unfortunately, in those states that were were in, in lockdown. I mean, this time last year in, in April May was, it was you know we, we were working literally twenty four hours a day to just to cope with the mining and, and keep that customer service up. I think that the attitudes have changed prior to COVID, but like the e commerce industry has kind of been brought forward five six years generally across all sectors. Likewise, within the uh, sexual wellness uh, industry, that has accelerated people's acceptance. I think it's accelerated people's awareness as well. But also, it is about opening up the conversation, that positive relationship to having a positive relationship with your your sex life, really. We Mm. did, um, just prior to COVID, we did the sexual happiness study. And that was 3,000 respondents around uh, the world uh, 1,000 within Australia, and just asking general questions. And uh, over half the respondents said having a good sex life is good for your overall health. But really drilling into that data, what was fascinating was 25% said having a good sex life helped mental health. Yep. So I think during COVID, um, when people were basically locked away from their friends, family, colleagues, et cetera, being able to accept You know, it's okay to have a good sex life. It's okay to to have self pleasure. That really did break down those those barriers and uh, the 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 walls to acceptance, really.
1: And did I see in your research that you found that people were having slightly less sex, but better quality sex?
0: Yes, yes. It's um, so again. We're, and our sales of silent vibrators uh, <laughs> had a triple figure growth. So you know that the environment you're sharing it with, so quicker, uh, yep. more productive, and and just more fun. And so there was a uh, again a spike in the acceptance or introduction of bondage as well. So all these smaller spikes within the general growth in our in our category and our our business. Was very much encouraged during COVID. So um, and like things like our pulsating air technology, uh, new new products which um, send off oscillating uh, airwaves across the, <laughs> the clitoris, and and you can orgasm within a minute. What do you mean? So, air- how, does, how do you send airwaves for an air- orgasm? So normal vibrator would vibrate, yeah, uh, and uh, and you rotation or vibration etc. The, there's a new technology called pulsating air and it blows airwaves. So you can actually stimulate the the, the, the clitoris very fast and effectively with this kind of blowing sensation, sucking sensation, and you. Uh, that reports people orgasm within 30 seconds. So again, Holy fitting moly. into that COVID environment where you're somewhat restricted on space and noise, etc. that's where these products have have really sold very very well.
1: In between Zoom meetings, <laughs> <laughs> I
0: won't okay go there.
1: Oh, there are so many questions. We can go down that path, but we should talk some e-commerce. I think
0: okay.
1: So, for those who haven't been in the online adult industry, actually, before we go down there, what seven years ago when you started uh, Love Honey here in Australia and you put all your eggs in the e-commerce basket, was there a moment that made you do that?
0: Um, I. Came from um, moving to Australia 2001 for the British Lions Tour. I only came here for a rugby game. I'm only meant to be here for uh, three weeks. And that's obviously 19 years later. And we had a very, my ex wife and I had a very equal relation, a very equal weighting of our careers. So I moved to Melbourne and for her to uh, be head of production for Foster's CUB. So she made beer, I sold adult toys and porn so um it was a great great uh great start to our marriage and um yeah just just starting off i when i got into the adult toys I uh, from you saw the decline or the move it was huge dvd and video and then as the internet e-commerce developed you could see that's going to die off uh, that's when i moved into sexpo and see Sexboy and Club X stores. And again, seeing that tailing off of the physically the hardware onto the online presence. And it was just through connections through the industry where Richard and Neil were friends. And they said, if you're ever going to do anything in Australia, do it with Rob. If you're going to do anything in the UK with Sexboy, do it with these guys. And we just got chatting and said, "Um, we should do something. And then Fifty Shades of Grey came up. And we pitched for it together and we won it. So, so. I asked them to turn on the website because I knew how poor our competitors were over here in their customer experience. And they reluctantly went, Australia, you've only got then, what, 20-odd million people, mm. now 30 million. It's like, no, seriously, guys, you you guys, there'll be a real brand affinity towards what you do and how you do it because the customer always comes first. And and um, they reluctantly turned it on. And the first weekend, they got a phone call from the golf course going, we've missed 70 calls this weekend. How quickly can you open up an office? Uh Um, Two weeks later, I had a staff member from the UK, spare bedroom converted with two phone lines, uh, dial up then, and um, off we went. And then moved to West End, two offices. But you saw the adoption of online affecting the core sales of adult stores, which was movies. And then you saw the customer experience evolving as these big, e-commerce companies evolved their customer experience. And so there was a moment I went, do you know what? The future isn't on distribution, isn't on licensing. It really is B2C. And that's where we basically moved all our eggs into one basket, closed off a few companies and just focused in on developing lovehoney.com.eu. And it's been an epic seven-year ride, really.
1: Yeah, it's fascinating because it's not only that customers have gone from preferring offline shopping to online shopping, a lot of your product has changed as well to be digitized as well. So you're kind of dealing with customer behavior plus your product, your actual physical product changing so much.
0: Yeah, we have now one of our top selling products, our app controls where you can control that interstate between countries, et cetera. So that advancement in in products, like last month we launched um, some really cool eco toys, so biodegradable toys that love not war, which is recycled aluminium and plastics, uh, the Mindful lingerie la- range, which is uh, all recycled um, yarns and elastics and laces, etc. So yeah. it never stops and never, never stands still, really.
1: So much innovation, isn't there, in the adult industry that drives a lot of the mainstream adoption down the track.
0: Yeah, uh, the adult industry has always been on the forefront, on the front step of when know, like Blu-ray came in, DVD, etc. But now, the technology side, there is some absolutely fascinating toys. I mean, I, 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 can, I now have a brilliant team. I mean, I'm very honoured to to lead a brilliant group of, of people. And it is a love-honey family here. And everyone's welcome to come to Eagle Farm in Brisbane and have a tour around. But I... Occasionally get in the warehouse, unpack a few containers. And even I'm shocked at the new products that come through. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> uh, we, have our, we have our six core values. And one of them is you never know enough about sex. And you've been doing this for, for almost 20 years. I, you think, ah, you know it. You know what's the best sellers. And then yeah. suddenly you get a product going, wow, that's cool. Why didn't I think of that? And yeah. It is. It's a continuous evolving new product growth really
1: what about your team because i could imagine that the way you speak about sex and sexual wellness is very healthy do you often find people who come into the team on the surface they go yeah i'm all cool with it but then they're actually shocked or is there a sense of not numbness numbness isn't the word, word but almost normality that this is what it is
0: yeah i think um the normality comes when you go home and you take your work home with you (laughs) <laughs> and on the coffee table, you might have some catalogues from a supplier. Or when I'm in you know, Virgin Lounge and I'm doing, you know, looking at some media decks or or presentation from from suppliers, and you forget, and someone then walks past your shoulder, and you can just you sense <laughs> them looking at your screen. I think from the staffing element. There was a great chap called Bob Schwartz from uh, Nordstrom. He created Magento and, and, and he was on on the board of, of uh, Nordstrom and he described Blake Nordstrom as that kind of reverse triangle where he was at the bottom, then his executives, then his shop staff and then the customers. And he was at the bottom of the triangle, not the top. And that's very much our, our view here and, and how... I create the kind of leadership group is that we're here to support our customers. Everything we do is customer orientated. Every process we do is what what benefit does a customer get from having this approach or this new tech or this new policy? And that, if you filter that down into the staffing levels, when people do start with us, they are aware of, of what we do and how we do it. Our customer service team uh, have a three-month induction, which is significant, and they don't actually sell. They're the first customer service team we, I've ever seen where they have, there is absolutely zero sales KPIs. All they are there to do, not all, but their, their focus is to take the customer on a positive journey mm-hmm. when this is a very sensitive subject. This is very um, emotive, and you, you, we don't want to recommend you've got to buy X, Y, and Z. We take them on the journey through a really good website now in getting to the right decision for them So they're empowered and they're confident about the purchase. And the same goes for our staff. They are empowered. They're all given individual responsibilities to deal with customers at the time. So most customers that that call up will have an issue, generally, or an inquiry. So the inquiries will be taken on a positive journey. But if it's an issue, then it tends to be, where's my order? Or my order's broken we empower our customer service staff to make the decision immediately, not I'm going to refer to a manager so they will refund freight, they will give you a full credit, they will send you out a new product straight away that's the very same day. And that, for the the staff, is of such a positive uh, environment because we are the sexual happiness people. If our staff can't be happy, how do we expect our customers to be happy? So I think there's the expectation of a fun environment we talk about sexy, we're talking endorphins, yeah, but also I think, um, the, 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 the culture of what we do and how we do it precedes us. So, we have staff barbecues every month, we have three dogs in the office most days, we have a PT that comes in once a week to train the staff, we have a staff box, which is fantastic. So, any damaged pro- packaging or end of line products is free yep. for the staff, they never have to pay. You. For an adult toy, or if they do, they get fifty percent off, brand new. So, I think our reputation is already set before mm. the staff. So there's anticipation, and then there's excitement to to start.
1: Ready. Absolutely. And, and in terms of just like going back to those customer service teams, because normally customer service is an entry level job into an e-commerce business. And we, you know, the best e-commerce people I've seen go from customer service all the way through. But when you bring customer service team in, because you've got a 24 hour customer service around the globe, I could imagine that they're dealing with a lot more than, where's my order? Where they can put a tracking number into an Auspo, Aus, Auspost portal and then a customer an answer, that they could get hit with any type of question at any time. How do you give someone the emotional and product knowledge, I suppose, to be able to have those conversations in the right way?
0: Uh, You you hit on a really interesting point. We have a great internal uh, succession plan here. Our general manager started off in customer service eight years ago. Our e-commerce manager was our weekend casual at university and has now become deputy manager and then became our e-commerce manager with a team of three now. It really does, we evolve from within. I think the confidence we give them is, is through the quality of training, through that three months and continual uh, learning, having the confidence to deal with the issues. You, you do hear customers always that negative intent. And if you can turn that around to a positive reaction that's an empowerment for the staff and they feel great about it i mean we rate we've got over a quarter of a million customer reviews on our websites wow we have t- just under thirteen thousand TrustPilot trust pilot reviews in australia of which it's excellent at 4.7 that reflects how credible our, our customer service is in just dealing with the issues so you empower the staff you give them the tools but on the other side it is an emotive subject. And so we have to support our staff in their mental health and their their wellness in the workplace. So we work with the Central Wellness um, CDC. Um, Big shout out to Pat and and Tina and the guys there. They're amazing. Highly recommend you check out uh, the Central Wellness. They are uh, superb. And we have free counselling for all staff members. Um, We have... Uh, mental health induction programs uh, for all new starters. All staff do shifts in the warehouse and in customer service and in commercial side to understand all the areas of the business. So it's a very holistic approach to to staffing and a and real significant investment in time with them.
1: Yeah, and look, obviously that training pays off so much with all those customer reviews and, and the positive sentiment out there. The question that I want to ask you is, For people that aren't in the adult online industry, what do you have to do different from an e-commerce perspective that other retailers may not have to do?
0: Um, There are elements that you can and can't do. Mr Zuckerberg doesn't particularly (laughs) like our category. So uh, Facebook is, uh, there are ways around it, but we, we, we can't put up an image of an adult toy on Facebook. Insta, a little bit easier, but still there are restrictions. We're not allowed to have the carts, not allowed to have spots, et cetera. Mm. So that's a, that's a frustration. And there is a bit of a focus on our above the line as well in terms of timings, et cetera, which is completely understandable. And we work with advertising standards bureau uh, with, with that. I think um, where Love Honey tries to create is to be that go-to company. To be the the kind of leaders in this space. And that's really illustrating how subtly and effectively uh, we sell. So, what do we have to do? So, we have to, what do we do differently to what a normal, inverted commas, e commerce? Things like the the subtlety in imagery. So, we have to reshoot everything.
1: Uh,
0: A lot of the suppliers around the world will give us, in a way, we're very conservative in how we present the image, we don't want to offend. Therefore, we get it. You know, it's an adult product. Therefore, you know, it says what it does on the tin. <laughs> but there are ways. So our videos online, every, all of our videos, which we shoot for for most products, are non-selling videos with just more information. What this does, how it does it, and what the attributes are not. Again, that hard sell. This is all about subtlety mm. and that connection with the customer things like, like we do benchmarking we've been to culture kings of simon we've done adore beauty eb games beginning boutique saint Fro, all brilliant love companies i adore and you see their beautiful curated boxes and branded boxes that they have to send to their customers we can't do that you know we don't want mr postman from Australia post <laughs> saying, post dear mrs smith here's your monthly <laughs> subscription um, so there are things where we have to be very uh, discreet in mm. our packaging and discreet in how we promote our products. We can't put on social media the actual product. So we're very much content-led. So we, we do a lot of illustrations. We do a lot of content with our ambassadors and our influencers mm-hmm. so that you bridge that gap. You, you're addressing what they want to hear, but in a very um, effective and and subtle manner.
1: Jenny Craig has been helping Australians lose weight since 1983. But did you know that until recently, the website purely served to support customers visit a physical store or call a consultant? Luckily, Jenny Craig partnered with Shopify Plus to launch their new online ordering system. This includes a drag-and-drop meal plan, hubspot crm integration and time-based delivery options for all that cold stuff they've already achieved a 2.5 percent conversion rate without any marketing and are now looking to stack on the pounds i mean dollars to read more of jenny craig's story and see other case studies visit the customer section on shopify.com.au forward slash plus I can imagine that there'd be a huge difference in how you approach new customer acquisition versus the community that you fostered, And you really do have a really strong community um, of people who are open and accepting and really celebrating sexual wellness who probably wouldn't be offended by those images because it's just part of life. But new customers, you, to your point, you might have to nurture them through. So is there a really different strategy for those groups of people?
0: we see new customers... Our biggest growth rate in the last, well, since, since COVID has been single females uh, under 35. Okay. They haven't been updating. They still want to have a positive sex life. Our core demographic is still 25, 45 heterosexual couples. But really, the, how our real connection with them really is through email, mm-hmm. through above the line, through that that the kind of cumulative advertising uh, approach obviously with a good mix of ppc seo uh, and affiliate channel marketing but i think our most um, effective channel in generating that new customer growth is communicating to them in a way which they can relate to it might surprise you but a good-looking 40 plus pommy with a beard and no hair (laughs) single father of two isn't the greatest person to <laughs> connect with a new potential <laughs> audience. I can hundred percent assure you. Don't that.
1: sell yourself short. Come on.
0: We have, as we say, the Love Honey family with our ambassadors, yeah. and they they connect, and that's that's our our key milestone. That's our key triggering connection. We have the fantastic Chantal Otten, who's our leading sexologist. Yep, she's been with us almost two years. Just and when we say about Love Honey family, she is. Like we we absolutely do adore her. She she when you trust your brand to an ambassador, you need them to share your brand values, but also your overall values. And she does. She's, yep. you know, amazing person inside and outside of work. We have Cam Fraser, our male sex coach, very much more holistic, Tantra based, can relate to the couple's audience, but also with uh, a male focus as well, mm-hmm. dealing with uh, male issues as well as encouraging. I mean, uh, men's a, a massive potential marketplace for us in engaging with them. We have Bryony Cole, uh, who's actually back from America, who's Australian. She's the leading sex tech sex tech expert in the world. She runs um, the futuresex.org, brilliant podcast. We have Tamika Wilder, the orgasmic mama, that can relate to. <laughs> what a name. Yeah, that's a, and I know. She, she, again, and we also have a real depth of in-house staff. So yeah. we have uh, Brit and Tash who run our marketing department, uh, Paige who's our e-commerce manager and some key people in the UK that we use over here. So it's getting the right person to connect to that right audience. And we have a we really do have a, a wide spectrum, a plethora of brilliant people that in, endorse our brand in a really effective way.
1: Oh, it totally normalizes it. I know when I was researching for this, we share an office and it's fairly open plan here. And I started and I, I've got a big monitor and I had the Love Honey site up and the content is amazing. Once you get in and you start reading, the content is just so well-written and so relatable. It's, it's all really great stuff, but you almost forget what you're looking at. So, I walked out, similar to your experience before in the Virgin Lounge, and I'm just walking around the office. And then people are kind of walking past my computer giving me side eyes. But it almost becomes you don't feel awkward on the site at all once you're there and in it because you've got such great content and those ambassadors really bring it to life.
0: When um, when we did the uh, Trademark uh, podcast, they asked, you know, when you get pushback, and we do get occasional pushback, what do you do? So you've got to do it even more. You've got to increase the volume. You've got to increase the normalization conversation. You've got to increase the communication about inclusion and diversity you've got to turn up the volume yeah turn down the volume with criticism and and that's how you do it it's the more people see your screen with love honey website on, the more they accept it yep um, and they have a choice they can opt in or opt out but normalization and acceptance is is a key driver, really
1: Absolutely. And we talked there around, um, you mentioned diversity and inclusion being such a, a key part of Love Honey's um, mission. And we talked about some of the partnerships you've got. And you recently have a partnership with Dylan Alcott. Can you tell us about that?
0: Yeah, just another, another legend. This is where uh, I wouldn't tell he- the UK head office this, but I would do this job for free uh, <laughs> at times. And when you spend time with, with Dill, he is an Australian hero, full stop, end of story. You know, we are very fortunate that his manager is also manager of Chantel, our key ambassador. And we had, a I had a personal incident where my son broke both his knees playing football. Oh, wow. And he was in a wheelchair for three months. And we were discussing about looking at disability and where we have our strapline about making a fun and fulfilling uh, sex life for everyone. That means everyone. Mm-hmm. And it was that when you said, did you have that moment about e-commerce? I had that moment about have to champion disability and sexual wellness because not referring to my son but in the, the the barriers just to live a normal life in a wheelchair and just getting around like he he was immobilized for three months and it was just this is so hard and then i was chatting to uh the co-founder of handy uh, heather morrison and just hearing their stories and they've written a book about um, love, lust and disability and uh, 50 stories of people with disabilities and how they've conquered love, the frustrations and really some savage stories. So we got chatting and they wanted to develop an adult toy and so for the disability community designed by disability Mm. users. So we were like, you know what, let's do this. So we sell their book on our three global websites in America, UK and, and Australia And 100% of the revenue goes back to them, not profit. All the cash goes back to them to help with our MPD team in developing the first, what's going to be called Joystick, bespoke (laughs) toy for the disability community. And off the back of that, we were then chatting about, well, we're championing this. We're promoting this. What else can we do? And then discussions with Dylan and his manager, it was like, "Why don't we um, encourage people to get into the sexual wellness education piece?" And that's where the sexual, the Dylan Orcott Foundation Sexual Happiness and Wellness Grants came about. Where we were given the first ten thousand dollars to encourage disability customers to get to do their sexology degrees, to do sexual uh, sex coaching, to be um, sexual health ambassadors supporting their university degrees or their hardware they need computers etc and the foundation they're going to decide who gets his first grant and i i hope that that that's just a start that is just a tipping point but in combination with that we'll do ambassadorship so uh, or mentoring so they'll spend time with Chantel from a sexology perspective they'll come into our office and do some work placement so they'll they can see how we do e-commerce, how we do marketing, how we do the operations. And that's us taking the lead. Yeah. Not just saying, oh, here's the donation, but making an absolute difference. And it's one of the things I'm most proud of what we've achieved at Love Funny, that we are championing this and open up the conversation on disability and sex.
1: Oh, it's incredible. There's so many different layers to it and so many different executions of it that it's, to your point, it's not just a money donation. Is there any particular story around the work that you're doing in in any of those places has actually made, has made to uh, a disabled person's life, like how it actually has changed their day-to-day life and their, their well-being?
0: Um, we have about 12% of our staff that would uh, identify as having a disability um, I won't mention his name for, for, for privacy's sake but we have a, a, a chap who, who works for us and we gave him a chance and um, he, he has a condition and we gave him a chance and seeing him develop as a person as a team member as part of the Love Honey family has been absolutely amazing not just from my perspective, to, to back that person, give him an opportunity, mm. but to see him thrive, to see him shine. And I, I don't think I've ever seen him as happy. That's and he's brilliant. doing a pretty routine job, but that job, he comes in with a smile. He's one of the most positive people on our team. He's the people now that other able-bodied staff members look up to for that positive influence, for that this our community here is really cool. And so great, that is, that's awesome. That's worth you know, another couple of du- double digits on, on the bottom line. That's worth more than the award sometimes yeah. just to see those, those moments in, in, in your career, really.
1: Oh, brilliant. brilliant. You should be so proud of what you're doing in that space. The other thing that you do, we mentioned before around sustainability. So my question for you is around when you've got sustainable products, right, when people are searching for sex toys, how important is sustainability?
0: Uh, is critical now. Um, it's hard. We make mostly silicon and plastic products. 70% of what we make is own brand. So whether that's Love Honey uh, collections, whether it's our second, shall we say, tier products like Happy Rabbit, Desire, uh, or our licensed products like 50 Shades of Grey. Love Honey is very much the sexual wellness mission is to bring sexual happiness to people. But Along the way, I think we're very delighted to be on that journey of of being environmentally friendly uh, with a really solid eco-focus. And basically, we're aiming for 2023 to have all of our own brand products uh, to be free of single-use plastics. Wow. We will be in the next two to three months announcing a major uh, alignment with a recycling company for Australasia. And that's going to be an industry first and where the industry can join in so, not just doing it for ourselves, but we're setting the standard again as an industry for other retailers to join us uh, in doing this. We're actually a little bit ahead of the time. The, the consumers, it's not a question of, of should we do it, it's we have to do it now and we want to do it. And that's the biggest, I think, change in the retail e commerce environment where we see with Thread Together, with the f- fashion industry. We have to do this stuff now, Mm. not a a question of maybe. Even going back eight, nine years, we're a little bit ahead of the curve. In in the UK, we had a thing called Rabbit Amnesty, where you could send back your rabbits (laughs) and your vibrators, and they're recycled into road humps.
1: Save the rabbits.
0: Yeah, and they're made into speed bumps in the UK. Now, fortunately, the Australian government don't support those initiatives over here, so we're having to create our own and that's what we are doing at the moment. But saying that at the moment, um, we did a new eco-range uh, last month, a range called Love Not War, recycled aluminium plastics, uh, Wowtech Premium, which is biodegradable products. Uh, we have our uh, E. coli range, um, which is uh, an exclusive range of fishnet stockings, which is made out of 100% recycled waste material, including things like fishing nets. Mm. So are actually wearing fishnets made from... <laughs> Recycle fishnets. (laughs) Real fishnets. Yeah. And that's uh, that's all waste that would be trashed. So we, again, and same with our mindful lingerie range with the lace and elastic being from recycled yarns and no single-use plastic. So it is a vast task, but we cannot not embrace this and be aggressive in ticking off like our calendars at Christmas Hugely successful seller. So, we'll do your 24 days before Christmas, both lingerie and also toys. Yep. That now the inner packaging of that is all through recycled cardboard rather than plastic. So, we're making those incremental steps towards our goal in 2023 already.
1: You should write the new uh, Christmas carol for the 12 days of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it has been done. <laughs> oh, nice. But what I love about that, whether it's the, um, the diversity and inclusion or whether it's sustainability, how you're talking about this is that you don't see them as limitations. You see them as responsibility, but also they actually open up new opportunity rather than limiting what you can do. Would that be fair?
0: Uh, Absolutely. People are looking for your eco credentials, but also, like with handy, 63% of people through their research have identified as having hand limitations at some stage in their life, mostly through arthritis or or general old age. Who's to say when your sex life should start or stop? So, us creating, uh, working with them to develop their first product called the Joystick that's actually commercially a good decision. That's actually opening up a new opportunity in the aging population in making a product that is interchangeable with existing products so you can continue your sex life when your physical body may be having limitations. So far from it. This is actually good business sense. This is evolving new niche markets going forward.
1: Yeah. You've got to tell us how the joystick works. I'm so curious.
0: It's oh, fantastic. So you've got a um, uh, its a, a gooseneck in the middle. Uh, you have a, a soft top end where you can hug. So the thing, again, with disability customers is, depending on their disability, is to create a toy which can be used across a range of disabilities. So the first top section, which is about almost a meter long, is on a kind of gooseneck which will curve to your body, wow. and it's soft, so you can actually hug it in. And that element about hugging with that personal connection has come out in the research with occupational therapists and disability testers. And we actually have a couple of web pages on products tested by our disability ambassadors as well. Andrew, who's a co-founder of Handy, has reviewed a number of products in Canada and in the UK, Cathy, as well. So they've written reviews for the disability community on on our websites. And in the bottom end of the joystick, we'll have an area where you can insert existing products into the middle. Gotcha. So if you're male, you, if you want to masturbate it, you can put that in. If female, if you want to have a vibrator or pulsating technology, you can insert that in mm. there. So at the moment, we're in the second round of research. OTs around Australia are testing this with their, their patients and we look forward to developing that and bring it to the final stage of pre-production. That's Very.
1: amazing. So just amazing thinking. I love it. Now, you are on uh, the advisory board at Australia Post and uh, Retail Global, and as we heard before, you've got some great relationships with leading retailers. When you're talking to these people in our retail and e-commerce industry, is there any particular message that you're trying to push for change?
0: Yeah, I think um, the, the, the bigger element I think we should all congratulate ourselves for in Australia is that we're actually a cool bunch of people. Like, when I travelled, well, before COVID, when I travelled yeah. the world extensively, I used to always introduce myself as Australian because you would be embraced a lot <laughs> more than being English, even though, obviously, the Australian cricket team's a bit dodgy. Uh, <laughs> everything else I embrace about Australian life. But we should be very proud of the e-commerce uh, industry. Uh, big shout-out to to Phil Lay and the guys at Retail Global and also Gary Starr, Rod, our new CEO of Australia Post. The work we do on the CAG board with Australia Post, they are a really good supplier. We rated if, as one of their top uh, customers uh, in terms of our supplier compliance recently. But I think as an industry overview, we shouldn't be embracing each other and helping each other. Certainly the open invitation to anyone uh, coming to Brisbane to, to come. We've got Retail Global Roadshow at the end of May. And we have got an open day for anyone to come around and look around our warehouse. I think that support of each other, be generous with your time. That we will. I will learn more from going into other companies like EB Games, Culture Kings, etc. Than I do, and listen to mm. uh, Atacart. Oh, thank <laughs> you. You know, these are the things where, as a director, you learn more. Mm. Than anything else, reading any books where you see it in action. So I think being generous with your time, benchmarking with other companies, things like frontliners. We picked up the Excellence in Retail Award at Retail Global or Power Retail Awards uh, the other week. Very honoured for the business to receive that.
1: Yeah, congratulations.
0: But we've got to. You've got to set that standard. You've got to push. You've got to use the opportunity as market. Leaders as directors in e-commerce to make a difference. So I would yeah. say, what I will be promoting is disability employment. Give yep. people a go. Uh, you will be absolutely blown away and surprised. Have that inclusion and acceptance of of disabilities, but also learn from each other. I think also without. Being too negative, you've also got to call out poor performance and mm. poor behaviour. I had the honour of working with Christine Holgate, I thought how she was treated was pretty appalling. I think as an industry, we have to get behind people like that and actually call out things which are in equal proportion good and yep. bad. And yep. I think in this in this circumstance, Australia Post loss is tolls gain. Really. Yeah, couldn't
1: agree with you more. Um, what an amazing, um, what an amazing move by Toll to bring yeah. Christine home.
0: I was at um, the Nora networking event with uh, Paul Greenberg and, and his lovely wife Adele, and um, she gave a speech there in front of about 120 leading executives. And you know what these events are like—you know, everyone's having a few drinks and it's loud. You could hear a pin drop. Wow, when she spoke. And she spoke so eloquently so, with such passion, but also such a conviction. There was no negativity. She just spoke with authority. And that's where we have to get behind us, specifically for inclusion of women in senior positions. It should be done on merit, not done on the politics behind privatisation of Australia Post or, or anything like that.
1: Absolutely. And, and we should celebrate these people too. And I think yeah. people like yourself, you've mentioned Phil, you've mentioned Paul, uh, mentioned Christine, like there are so many people doing great things in e-commerce, in Australia. We've got to make sure we celebrate because the common thread between all of these people I think is that they give before they ask for anything in return. And I think you're doing the same thing. You're doing such a great job in advocating for inclusion and diversity and sharing your knowledge, like, you you know, I've, I've heard you speak on panels where you go into detail around your operations for the benefit of smaller and other retailers in the room. So um, I think we have to thank you for um, all your contributing as well.
0: Oh, thank you. That's, that's, that's really pleasing to hear.
1: Now, if we are looking on the horizon for yourself and Love Honey, what are the big things on your radar? <laughs>
0: hmm. uh, that's a very good question. I think from a business perspective and from a personal perspective, I have to personally find a better work-life balance. With COVID, I threw myself into work like ridiculous hours. My girlfriend was like, do you realize how many hours you work a week? Mm. As I said, don't want to know. (laughs) But I think it's that support of your team and driving that opportunity. We had such a massive increase in new customers during that period. We didn't want to lose the potential. And I think we've captured the vast majority of that potential. So I've got to address that. So doing things like going back into marathon running, going back into corporate boxing, these are things that kind of balance out the managing director status to the, Mm. if you're getting punched in the head, (laughs) that's a very great leveler in life. (laughs) Or if you're doing 42K to manage your director or not, it's going to hurt. Exactly. Spending a bit more time with my kids in their sporting and education activities is, is a is a good thing. I think, though, for love, honey, um, we're opening up our second warehouse soon, or uh, well, actually we have it, but we're just putting in some new uh, infrastructure. We're putting in some more tech as well, uh, some more back end systems. We re-platformed our front end last year across our nine global websites, which was a huge task during yeah. COVID and during our peak cyber. <laughs> weekend period. Oh,
1: goodness. Oh, can yeah, can we I ask, had, what, what did you migrate to from?
0: Uh, in-house system, old uh, .NET Java, mm-hmm. 17 years of existence and it just evolved.
1: Yep, the Franken Monster.
0: Yep, and we had, we had to move. And we went to Salesforce Commerce Cloud and that was a very detailed transformation, but highly effective. Yep. I do take my hat off to We've got a great guy called James Saxton from XAsos in the UK, and him and his team were, did a brilliant job in oh. rolling out. So, we did America first, then Australia, then the UK prior to Christmas, Valentine's. Yeah. And now we've rolled out our non English speaking websites as well. Now, we're going to look at the back end and look at some customer service software, which we're implementing this month, and some more back end warehouse management assistance. We're expanding our team. Um, we've got five internal promotions coming up. We've got some new EK products coming through. We've got some new mainstream announcements coming up. Um,
1: what did you say about work-life balance?
0: I don't know. What, what is that? Um, <laughs> but um, there there is so much going on, like the days, yeah. weeks, months evaporate. But I'm just such fortunate to work with such brilliant people uh, as part of the, the the team i mean they, they take the mickey out of um uh, out of uh the beard and the shorts i wear to work and the love honey t-shirt every day but it, it is an honor to work with them for them and and really driving that message and really grabbing the the success of of love honey now and in the future years really
1: oh, you're an incredible leader and we thank you so much for all you're doing for the industry uh, everything you shared today um, Keep doing great stuff and um, I'll continue pushing the limits of, of what's possible in e in Australia. Oh,
0: thank you very much. In there. It's been great to, to be on your show today.
1: Cheers, Rob. After we recorded this episode, I took up Rob's offer to go and visit the Love Honey office and warehouse in Eagle Farm and it was incredible. The sheer volume of orders was huge. I saw at least three delivery trucks leave in the hour that I was there. They've also nailed, forgive the expression, the fulfillment process with brilliant automation in the warehouse. And just to wander down those warehouse aisles, the things that catch your eye was just incredible. Very impressive. But even more so, I thought Rob's mission around diversity and inclusion was not lip service. It infiltrates all parts of the Love Honey operation, from their team to their product to the way they speak with their customers in every way. I felt so fortunate to see the brilliant e-commerce business that is Love Honey and their focus on diversity and inclusion. And did I mention that they were generous? Rob and the team have given all Add to Cart listeners 25% off until the end of June. What a glorious June. You can get the discount through our newsletter. It goes out every Monday and you can sign up at addtocart.com.au our brand new shiny website. But better still, Better than that 25% discount, we have a $500 Love Honey hamper to give away. All you need to do is answer one simple question. And look, I wanted to have a lot of fun with this question. I could have found out a lot about you and your personal lives, but I've kept it very PG. All we need you to do is answer sexual happiness means dot 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 and email the answer to hello at addecart.com.au. That's the answer to sexual happiness means, dot, 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 and email it through to hello at addtocart.com.au. And the best answer will be mailed out their special hamper in a very discreet brown box. To finish up, I have three resources for you. Firstly, if you're a first-time listener of Add to Cart and you want to stay up to date with new episodes, head over to addtocart.com.au and you can sign up for our weekly newsletter. We'll let you know every time a new episode drops, as well as giving you my three takeaways from each episode and a link to the transcripts so you can know that this is an episode that you want to dive straight into. Secondly, if you want a weekly roundup of the best e-commerce case studies, tools, and research, sign up to the High Five Friday newsletter, which is delivered to inboxes at 8 a.m. every Friday morning. I read all the e-commerce news and send you the bits that I think you can take action from. Sign up at 12high12high.com.au forward slash high five. And the last thing, if you are looking to explore your next e-commerce opportunity, head over to esuitetalent.com.au. We are a dedicated e-commerce talent agency connecting the best e-commerce talent with the fastest growing brands. Check it out, sign up to the email and get in touch with me if you want to discuss your next move. Until next time, Thanks for listening and keep those customers adding to car.